Hey, this is SC of the Legally Steel Show coming at you live on this Wednesday evening. The Home Depot has made a special buy and exclusive Hunter Highbury ceiling fans at just $89.88. Valued at $150, you get a ceiling fan for under $90 to keep things cool, a remote control to keep things easy, and a lifetime warranty to keep you from having to replace it down the road. All thanks to a special buy and exclusive Hunter Highbury ceiling fans, just $89.88. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. U.S. only. See store for details. Good morning, Blog Talk listeners. Good morning. I am back. This is your host, F.C. Day, here with you again for another exciting show. For this Saturday, June the 25th, we are nearing my favorite part of the year. My birthday. Okay, I might sound a little vain, but no. The summer is hot. July 1st is coming around, and for all of you Cancerians out there, happy birthday. Listen, I've been working hard over the last couple of weeks, really getting some good stuff together for you, the listeners. Um, have some really good, exciting information of things that are happening with the show and where we're going. Um, we This week, we got a lot of our camera equipment in. I've been telling you that we're going to be working on the Legally Still Show TV. So we got a lot of equipment in this week, and we're going to start preparing to actually go out and do on-air live interviews as we start to build a platform for the television show, the television show. as well as uh, we're going to be working more on more on the radio show. Uh, We've got big meetings coming up next week, and we're going to be looking at the platform for the local area and launching the market. I can tell you that the show is becoming popular. We um, got a surprise last week. Actually, I wasn't on live with you last week. Got a surprise last week from Blog Talk Radio. Um, the way this platform works is People will, people will look at the show and they will, and if they decide they like the show, advertisers and sponsors, they will actually sponsor the show. So, I this week we actually received a check from Blog Talk Radio because advertisers have been advertising on the Legally Steal show. So that's great news, great information, and I'm glad that. That's happening, but what it told me is if we can continue to push the envelope the way we're going and really bring you information that matters most to your wallet, then we're on to something. And when we're on to something, other people will want to be on that something with us, and we want to enjoy the ride and take them along with us while we're bringing you the information that matters most to you. So that's really, really great news, and I'm looking forward to to really pushing the envelope even harder, as well as once we start to do the television show and bring that information to you um, via, via YouTube, via our website. Also, also, with saying that, we have a new website. Uh, you get a minute, go take a look at us. We're at the um, www.legallysteelshow.com. LegallySteelShow.com. Take a look at the website. It's kind of, hmm, I don't want to say simple, but I will say direct and to the point, and that's going to be the launch platform of where we're going. 
Um, you'll see videos of myself. You'll see uh, the new book, the negotiating experience that will be there on the front page and different links to it. So we're gonna. That's our basic platform that we're gonna launch from and continue to put other things on it. So as we bring on advertisers or what have you, they will also be listed there on that site with links given back to their website, as well as uh, as we start doing the television shows, those will, we will have a channel on there for the television shows. So a lot of things are really happening, and we're really excited here at the station, uh, at the Legally Steel Show and the way things are going and just want to continue to bring you the best information on the market, on the web, that matters most to your wallet. So definitely stay tuned for that, and I thank all of my listeners who have been faithfully tuning in and listening to our show as we grow, as we started from a little spot to where we are now. Um, Looks as if we have a caller this morning. Good morning, Carla. How are you? Good, good. I'm very good. Um, I was just wondering if I could order a pizza. If you could what? If I could order a pizza, if that's not too much to ask. <laughs> um, I was just, I would just like to add some more. Po- I live in a box, you know, and I would just like to add some more cardboard to my box. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, who are you, by the way? Um, that's for me to know and for you to find out. Okay, okay. Well, that's not the kind of call we want to have, but that's what we have on the Legally Steel Show. Let's hope not anymore. Listen, I have, I've been working on something for the past three weeks for you, and it's something called diminished value, something that I've been working on. And well, when I was in the car business um, as, a, as a dealer, a used car dealer, I was actually able to take away value from a customer's vehicle whenever I noticed if I was doing an evaluation on it for a trade-in purpose and I noticed the car had been in an accident then I would simply take off value for that car because it had been wrecked. Even though it looked perfectly clear or perfectly well put together, it didn't matter. But because I was going to be buying the car for resale, I would take away value from that. And I am so glad that I did what I did, but now there's a flip side to the coin. And our guest today, who will be coming on about 20 past the hour, uh, from Tampa Auto Appraisers, so with U.S. Auto Appraisers, what these what these guys are doing is something that you, as a consumer, you really need to know about. If you've ever been involved in a car accident, you need to ask yourself: Are you leaving money on the table? And if you are leaving money on the table, you need to find out why. So, at twenty past the hour, definitely stay tuned. We're going to have Mister. Van of Tampa Auto Appraisers on the air with us to talk about diminished value and something that you need to know about. Also, if you have not had a chance to go to our blog, it's at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital L, capital S, capital S blog. Go there and you can find out a little bit more about 
Steve and Tampa Auto Appraisers. Also, there's a there's a YouTube video on diminished value. And I really do think that any of you who are listening in or if you have family or you know anyone who's ever been in a car accident, at least within the last three to four years, tell them to go and look at that video and then check out our blog. And there may be money left on the table for them, even though their accident is old. So definitely at 20 past the hour, you want to listen in. We're going to have, again, Mr. Steve Van on the air with us, and we're going to talk about diminished value. We're going to break it down, talk about exactly what it is and why it's so important to you, the listener, and what you can do to recoup money that may have been lost. Now, um, sort of directions for the show that we're going. I told you I wanted to be more innovative. I wanted to put things out in the market. I want to get into out of the office and onto more remote interviews. Um, with the with the setup and the way that we're going with the with the camera equipment as well as the audio equipment, we will be able to do those interviews on location. And for those of you who may not have the well, no, because it's all going to be streaming. So even though we'll be doing the audio portion for the radio show, at the same time we will have it set up like a studio where we'll be doing the visual side. So you'll be able to catch both. And our goal is to create such a system that we are we expand from the internet onto the traditional markets. So in the very near future, you could be looking at a cable show or a cable show version of the Legally Steel show. We are moving fast. I like the direction. And I can tell you, we are being noticed. People are people are talking about us. People are looking at us. Um, we got a call last week. Last Friday, I had a meeting, and this is just telling you the power of words and, and, and putting the information out there. But we got a call from a national car rental company about bringing on copies of the book and being a part of the Legally Steel show. Now, that is huge within itself. Um, having a having a major credit union on board with us was powerful. Now, potentially having a national car rental company on board with us will be even more powerful. It will be able to put us and our message out throughout the country into your local markets. So we are really, really looking forward to being out there and doing as much as we can to promote promote issues that matter most to your wallet, especially in times that we are in. Uh, and don't get me wrong, people are spending money. People have money. But I've been calling for the past, I guess, three months, of the state, talking about the state of where we're going, what is going to happen with our money. This week I had a meeting with a a group of Rotarians from the Rotary. Of It was a seminar for tomorrow's leaders. And if you don't know it, I have a very big passion for children. 
especially those that are in that stage of stepping into adulthood and becoming tomorrow's leaders. And at the seminar, there were children from all over the state of Florida. And they were participating in what was called a, you know, a seminar for tomorrow's leaders. And the good thing about it is these guys, these, I say these guys, these, these young adults had very, very bright ideas of where we're going, and they were very mature for their age. And I really enjoyed the meeting with them. And I can tell you that those children are tomorrow's leaders. And they had very insightful ideas about money. One of the questions that was posed was, uh, will be the dollar as we know it, not the unit of measurement that we have in the U.S., but the paper dollar bill as we know it, will it soon disappear? And the probably about 75% of, of the students, of course, you know, the five of us older heads in the class, uh, we didn't necessarily agree. We wanted to make sure that the dollar would stay around. But the, the young people, pretty much a consensus, said that they believe that the, the way the dollar bill is, it will go away. It will go away. So that was something that was food for thought that we need to pay attention to. And I am, I really like to put a call, a call out to those young people. I know they are wrapping up their seminar this week. But I'd like to have some of them on the show because they're very bright, and I think that we all have something to listen and learn from them because, Again, they are tomorrow's leaders, and we want to guide them from the knowledge that we have to get them where they need to go, as well as be open to the knowledge and information they're going to bring to us because they will be our leaders for tomorrow. I'll tell you, 20 years, I'm done. If not before then, I'm done. So uh, my children, uh, grandchildren, there's a lot of people that I know, those are the people who are going to be running the country. Those are the people who are going to be in leadership, the business owners, the entrepreneurs, the movers and shakers of tomorrow as we are today. So definitely they have a lot to learn, and we're going to do some shows about um, more in the future about entrepreneurism and small businesses. And, I, of course, I had something to share, and I told these, a lot of these young students who want to be business of their own, business owners of their own, to, in a very short time, start your own business. Start it now. While once you turn 18 and you're legal enough to sign, legal to sign a contract, start your own business. And let's run with that and take it to another level and do what, what we need to do. So, <clears throat> of course, I'll be giving out more information on that as we go along. But now I want to get back to, get back to diminished value. Um, this is something that probably fewer than 5% of Americans are familiar with. 5% of adult Americans are familiar with. We drive around in our vehicles. We pay our insurance every month like clockwork. And if we're involved in an accident, and it's good to know that our insurance company will be there. Uh, when we have that accident, but when they when we get with the insurance adjuster 
and he quotes us a repair estimate, we're happy just to just to be able to have our vehicle repaired. And then we find out information about diminished value and what is really going on. This is information that your insurance company, they don't want you to know. Think about that for a second. Information that your insurance company does not want you to know. Why? Because it's an opportunity for you to gather or earn more money from that transaction. Now, I don't want it to. I don't. I don't want it to look like it's some get-rich-quick scheme because it's not. Um, <clears throat> I don't want you to think of it as, well, my insurance company did me right, so why am I looking for more money? I'm simply saying that if you are paying your premium the way you should pay your premium every month, if you're in an accident, don't you deserve? Don't you deserve to receive? every dollar owed to you as a result of that transaction or as a result of that accident? Well, our guest coming up, Mr. Steve Van, he and his his wife, Colette, and that's how we met, but he and his wife, Colette Van, they are the owners of Tampa Auto Appraisers. And Tampa Auto Appraisers, they are a certified auto appraiser. And when he comes on the air, he's going to talk to you about this misnomer that, not a misnomer, it's, it's, it's a true call that we may not know about, but it's called diminished value. And it's what happens to your vehicle once you, once you have an accident. And, of course, I'm going to allow him to talk to you more in detail about diminished value but I know that it's something that you need to hear. And um, there's a video that they actually sent me uh, on YouTube about diminished value. Now, remember, I told you, fewer than 5% of Americans are familiar with diminished value. Well, imagine those 5% of Americans who are not familiar with diminished value. Think about the number of attorneys. You would think that most attorneys would be aware of diminished value. But a lot of attorneys are not aware of this, and we all drive every day. You have companies like State Farm. They have over 40 million, 40 million customers, 40 million customers. I wonder how many of their customers know about diminished value. Well, I have, I have, I've talked about Steve, and now. I think it's time for you to actually hear from Mr. Steve Van. Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for coming on this Saturday. Listen, I've been I've been talking about this whole diminished value thing, and as I put out to the listeners um, years ago when I was in the car business, I understood diminished value from my vantage point as a car dealer when I started to evaluate cars that came in that I was going to do either taking in on trade or I was buying, I was going to buy at the auction. And I looked at those vehicles, and, of course, if they had been in an accident, I would take some of the value out of it because I knew that as I turn around to sell the car, somebody was going to want Carfax or somebody was going to do a consumer report and try to find out stuff about the car. 
But you're doing something a little different from the other side of the coin. If you would, tell us about it. First, tell us about you, uh, a little bit of your background, and how you got into auto appraising. Well, it goes back to um, my cousin, really. He's been doing diminished value um, reports for about 12 to 15 years. And I was in I was in law school at the time, and I was a public defender, and I kind of got disinterested in being a public defender and uh, went back into the military as an officer um, just to get my moral compass back together. And uh, okay. and he, he was there by my side the whole time, and I was always fascinated by his work in diminished value because, of course, I was one of the people who never heard of diminished value. No one ever told me about it. But once I learned about it, it made perfect sense. And, and basically, it's when you get in a car accident and the other person's at fault, the other company's insurance company um, must pay for the repairs of the vehicle. Everyone knows that. But they have to make you whole after the accident. And part of making you whole is restoring the value in your vehicle. Because now your car's damaged. It may have frame damage, structural damage. Yes, they repaired it to the best of their ability, but the law provides for you to collect diminished value from them, and, and we help establish what that amount is. And it's, okay, it's, okay. it's well known in courts. You know, it's widely accepted. It's just something the insurance companies do not want anybody to know about. Okay, hang on for a second. Hang on just a second. Now, you're saying that even though after they've come along and I filed that claim and they've made the repairs on my car, I walk outside and I look at my car, my car looks new again. Are you telling me that my car is still lost value, even though they've made it whole? Yeah, you've lost value because now you have permanent structure damage or frame damage, um, things that will devalue the vehicle, like like you said. As a dealer, a lot of people don't find out about diminished value until they go to try to trade it in. When they go to try to right. trade it in, they run into dealers that, that devalue the vehicle because of the accident, and usually by then it's too late for them to collect that money from the insurance company. Okay. Okay, so so what happens when, okay, if you would, and, and I think you touched up on it, what is, what would be a, 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 a definition to the layman, to the person that's getting, getting into their car now, getting ready to run down the Walmart? How does this lay out to them? They're paying insurance every month, and they go down the street, and a guy broadsides them. How does this lay out to them? What is it that they can do when you talk about diminished value? Okay, well, what happens first is they have to get the car repaired. Once, mm -hmm. once, the, car is re once the car is repaired um, and they get a check for the repairs, then they file a claim. Just like they filed a claim for the repairs, they file a claim for diminished value. They include a copy of my report and send that into the insurance company. And then once the insurance adjusters get the report, then they'll call back to the customer and they'll negotiate a, a settlement for it. If there's an issue with that negotiation, we also partner with attorneys in the area um, that will gladly take their claim. We do have a lot of attorneys haven't heard of diminished value, but the ones that have, there's attorneys now that just specialize in diminished value only, because they realize that um, you know the insurance companies have been keeping this a secret for years, and if done properly, then they'll relinquish the money. 
Um, but there's a lot of reporting companies out there for diminished value that provide um, they provide you a report, but it doesn't have enough evidence in there for the insurance companies to go ahead and write the check. So the insurance companies will fight most claims because the reports um, are, are not up to par. We provide a lot of evidence on our, in our report that's indisputable. So therefore, we have a higher rate of, of insurance companies going ahead and paying the claims. And if they don't, like I said, we have partners um, all across the field with attorneys. Um, we also partner with chiropractors. And I, I think one element is really important. You know, Dr. Polly, he's a, he's a chiropractor over um, with Polly Family Wellness on Bloomingdale. And we talk to a lot of people that have been in a car accident and they say they don't have any bodily injury. You know, so we want to try to refer them to the right attorney. But a lot of people aren't aware also that soft tissue injuries um, at first, you know, they feel maybe a little bit sore and then it clears up. But it's very important to go see a chiropractor because what will happen is if they don't get checked out and they get in another accident a year from now, then the attorneys from the other side will say, oh, that accident from a year ago, that's the one that really caused your injuries. This accident didn't cause your injuries. You know, it just exacerbated the ones from before. And they'll use that against you. So that's a really important message I want to get across too, along with diminished value. Um, but it's very important to see a chiropractor, and, and we're partnered with chiropractors, doctors, lawyers, the full works. Okay. Now, you make the statement that even though they've given you your estimate for your for your vehicle repair, you're saying that diminished value is something separate. It's not automatic, right? Right. It's a separate claim. Oh. Just like okay. loss of use, loss of time work, all those are separate claims that you file um, if, if it applies. And diminished value always applies. It's just a matter of degree. Um, for instance, if you're driving you know, a, a 2,000 vehicle that's beat up, that has 300,000 miles on it, you get in an accident and they replace the bumper. Well, you're not going to have that much diminished value in that case. But if you're driving right. a 2009 BMW worth $40,000, and you have frame and structural damage, your diminished value could be eight, nine thousand dollars. Okay. You know, it's definitely okay. worth looking into. Well, let me ask you this. Um, an insurance company, for instance, if I'm driving, say, a 2011, and, and of course the value of these cars vary, but if I'm driving, say, 20, a, a, a 2010 Honda Accord, it's not a BMW. But it has it was a brand new car, basically a year old model. And someone broadsides me or T bones me and tears up my car, my insurance company makes it whole. I definitely have diminished value in my vehicle. So no, absolutely what, Okay. Well here's because I've heard you mention courts and attorneys and, and 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 judges and judgments, insurance companies if if someone hits my Honda Accord and tears it up and it's made whole, what are I mean when you're talking about let's say the diminished value in that car is probably twenty five hundred three thousand uh, dollars just based on the car and the valuation of the car itself, are you telling me that it's probably I'm, I'm probably going to have difficulty or will I not in dealing with my insurance company. Basically, let me reframe that. How how extensive is this process of filing a claim for diminished value 
um, in well, yeah. Answer that. How 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 expensive is that? Is that process? Yeah, it, it's not diffi- it's not difficult at all. Basically, what the insurance companies try to do is they just try to keep it a secret. But the ones that know about it, they'll they'll explain it to them. And and the first thing you can do as a as a consumer is you can call up the other person's insurance company and, and tell them you're interested in filing a diminished value claim. What what do you want me to provide? And they'll write you a letter back, and they'll say you need to have a you know pay for an expert to do an expert evaluation. We'll review that evaluation, and if we find it you know that it, that it's real and that it's credible and from an expert, then they'll go ahead and they'll pay the claim. What happens is a lot of people hire the wrong company to do the report, and they don't provide enough evidence in the report, and that's when the insurance companies like to fight back. Um, but our report provides plenty of evidence. We rely on industry consultants that have over 60 years of experience also evaluating the car. It's not just me. It's it's other industry experts that provide their written opinion. That's what a lot of reports lack um, is, is having written comments from industry experts. A lot of reports just say, oh, my expert opinion is that it's $4,000 in diminished value. But based on what? These other reports from autoloss.com, these other places that charge you money, um, they don't provide any evidence in their report. So, of course, the insurance companies are going to say, look, we're not going to pay this. You're not providing any kind of evidence for us to, to pay this claim. What we're doing is providing plenty of evidence so they don't have those typical arguments. Um, we've, we've perfected our report to where the insurance companies take a look at it and they realize that it's a legitimate report and then they'll negotiate a settlement with you. In the rare circumstance that they do try to fight, we have attorneys on standby you know, that will help you, that will cost you nothing up front. You know, they will just collect a fee from the, the recovery of it. Um, but that's rare. You know, but that is an option that we have available. Okay, so Tampa Auto Appraisers is pretty much a, from, from, from listening to you and talking to you previously before the show, Tampa Auto Appraisers, has a pretty much a team of experts that can actually once you guys put together a compile report for as the diminished value of a vehicle, it's pretty much bulletproof. Is that what I'm yes. hearing? Yes. Wow. We pro- we provide all the evidence necessary in order to be have a successful claim. Okay. Now, even though I am interviewing you here in the Tampa area. You're not just a Tampa company, are you? No, we also have U.S. auto appraisers, which we cover um, 44 different states. Um, but we um, are from the local market, and, and a lot of times um, we like to be able to provide expert testimony in courts. And so with the local area, just to have that threat of me testifying will be enough to have insurance companies go ahead and settle. If you're out of state, the insurance companies look at that and say, okay, well, what, you know, how much is it going to cost them to fly out here to testify? It makes it more difficult to collect on a claim. So in the local area, if I'm able to testify, and that's just in case it ha- you know, basically just holding that over their head, you know, that we have a local expert willing to testify. When, when insurance companies hear that, then their attorneys say, okay, go ahead and settle, because they know they're going to lose in court. They've always lost in court. The courts uphold judgments against them all the time for diminished value. It's widely accepted. That's why they just try to try to block you from getting it in the, in the first place, and they, um, and they have um, roadblocks set up to keep it a secret. And, and that's the biggest well, thing. I want to expo- expose that myth, that it's not a secret, 
that it is an accepted um, principle in the courts. Well, listen, we'd love to hear from you, 347. Give us a call, 347-637-1008, and you have an opportunity to talk with Steve live on the air. Um, and possibly once you check out our blog at you know, bit.ly, B-I-P dot L-Y slash capital L, capital S, capital S blog, their information is on there. Now, Steve, what you're saying is how would they tell me, here I am, I've had an accident, my car has been repaired. How would I be able to get the process started with you? Um, what you do is you just give us a call, and our number is on your, on your website, and fax over a copy of the final repair estimate and any, any pictures of the damages. Um, and then we'll do a free evaluation and see, because not all cases have diminished value. It really depends on the types of repairs that were performed on the vehicle. Um, another quick point I wanted to bring up was it's not just in third-party accident type of cases when it's not your fault. If you have a business vehicle um, that you operate uh, for business and is registered in your business name or you're an owner of fleet vehicles, you can actually write off the diminished value on your taxes. It's provided for right on the tax form, and it's not subject to any kind of income limitation. It's a casualty loss for your business, and it doesn't matter whose fault it is. So you can actually get a deduction with my report, and the report fee is actually tax deductible as well. So I wanted to make sure people know that as well. Okay, okay, okay. You just opened up a whole nother can of worms because, yeah, you know, I was I, I was bringing you on to talk to talk to the the individual consumer, but now you, what I'm hearing from you is if you own a business, it's the process is a little bit different now because by owning a business and your vehicle is a business vehicle, um, and it has damage. There's there's some type of reparation for that. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's a tax deduction. Your loss in value is actually a tax deduction. Remember, diminished value in in regular car accidents, it has to be the other person's fault. If it's your fault in the accident, you you can't go after your own insurance company for diminished value. The courts don't recognize that. They only recognize third okay. party claims. But for tax purposes, Uncle Sam doesn't care whose fault it was. It could be your own fault. So if you have a small business and your vehicle is registered under your business name, and you even if you cause the accident, based on the type of repairs, you can get a tax deduction. So we talk to um, we have partners with CPAs that know how to do this. We can talk to your CPA um, if you if you don't want to you know deal with it. We can we can talk through your CPA and explain it to them, and and be able to get you a, a tax deduction on the diminished value side as well. Wow. Listeners, I hope you are. I mean, my producer is telling me we have a a live uh, a lot of listeners this morning. I hope you are tuned into this because this whole thing of diminished value is just something that you know. My question is, are you leaving money on the table now, Steve? Let's say I had my accident two weeks ago. My car was repaired. I got it back yesterday. How far? Can I go back as for its claiming diminished value? Well, the statute of limitations is four years, um, but typically we, we don't like to go back more than two years because um, what we have to do is establish the, the value of the vehicle prior to the accident. And the longer back you go, the harder that becomes, and it opens up some holes for the insurance companies to try to argue. And also they like to argue, even though there's no requirement for you to have to sell your vehicle in order to realize the loss, 
or even attempt to sell your vehicle. What the insurance companies like to argue is that, oh, well, you've held on to your car for four years, you haven't tried to sell it, there, so you haven't really suffered the loss. That's what they like to try to say. Even though it's a losing argument, it's still it's a little bit harder to prove and collect because the longer it goes, the, the more openings they have. So we like to try to, you know, get this w- within a year is, is optimum, you know, Okay, and I understand that. And I understand that. Within a year of the accident is very optimal. But, I mean, I guess if I had a $70,000 car and I had an accident two years ago, somebody hit me and, you know, caused a lot of damage to my $70,000 car, then I'm going to be calling you and saying, look, man, I had an accident two years ago. Is there anything that can happen to me? Because when you're talking about that type of car, and listen, audience, me being in the business as long as I have been, um, value goes away regardless of what you drive. And if your sure. car has been in an accident, it doesn't make a difference if it's a Bentley or it's a Ford Festiva. If it's been in an accident and it, you know, and it, it, it had major structural damage, what we used to call the A-frame back in the day, if that right. thing has been damaged, that's a lot of problems, and the value of your vehicle has diminished. It just has. So yeah, because it goes to the you, integrity of the vehicle. Right, and, and and basically explain that a little bit when you say into the integrity of the vehicle. We're not talking about your front quarter panel. We're talking right. about what? We're talking about the unibody frame or any structural components. When you, a lot of times, body shops have to. Um, set up and measure the frame, put it on a, a machine, measure every part of it, and then they pull the frame to get the, the kinks out. Or they pull the frame to stretch the frame in order to make all the other parts fit on the frame. Well, if you think about it like this, if, if you if you pull on a structural component, you're weakening that component in a certain spot. You know, So if you right. have a, a kink in it and you unkink it, that spot on the frame is is integrity is damaged. So if you get hit on that part of the frame, it's not going to react like it normally does from the factory. It's a, a safety concern. It can crumple. It, 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 this car is designed to crumple in certain spots and not in others. And when you right. when you involve the frame area, that's not supposed to crumple. But now you get hit there and it, it, it can crumple and it can cause it can cause severe injuries to yourself. So so that's why um, it's important to get the full value of your vehicle because they have to make you whole after an accident. And just repairing the vehicle is not making you whole. Right. So basically, you don't have to have to sell your car. It's the fact that your car has diminished value, and if you decide to sell it, then this is something that you need to be made whole for. But even if you decide to keep your car, this is something you need to be made whole for, correct? Correct, correct. There's no requirement that you have to sell the vehicle. You you have the loss as soon as those repairs are made. That's where the loss comes in, regardless of whether or not you intend to sell it. Wow. Now, Steve, um, you shared a bit of information with me that um, some good news, basically on your end, about one of your reports. Could you Could you tell me a little bit about that? Um, are you talking about the, the one attorney down in um, South Florida that just did the settlement on um, on one of the vehicles that um, I did the report for? 
yeah, I mean, to me, that's good news. Oh, it's fantastic news. Um, you know, basically we're, what we're trying to do is establish a reputation that our report is worth its salt and legitimate. A lot, there's a lot of companies out there, a lot of competition. I'm sure if, you're, if your um, listeners Google diminished value, there's going to be all kinds of companies offering their reports. Um, but what the attorney, when we first started talking, um, he was really concerned because um, he was he was hiring these outside experts, um, you know, getting a report that the insurance companies just flat out rejected. So I looked at the reports and I told him why they're being rejected. It just doesn't provide enough evidence. And so I told him my report provides enough evidence and he went ahead and hired me and this was, I just turned it into him two weeks ago and he's already received an offer from the insurance company. So it's, wow. it's proving it's proving that there is enough evidence to where they're not going to want to take this to court, and that's the whole point. We don't want to go to court on everyone, and, and nobody wants to go to court. You know, right? We, and, we ch- want... and chances are, chances are, Steve, most most insurance companies, especially when you're talking three, four thousand um, dollars, you know, and not saying that that's the average claim, but just when you're talking an amount of three or four thousand dollars. The amount of money that an insurance company is going to have to pay to retain an attorney to actually go to court and pay court costs and fight this thing uh, is going to outweigh the $4,000. So that doesn't make economical sense to an insurance company. Basically, they kind of want you to just go away quietly, take this money, go away, and don't tell anybody else, correct? Exactly. And and what happens is insurance adjusters, they – they're they're humans. They want to, they want to resolve these claims. They don't want them lingering around. But if you look at it from their perspective, if they get handed a report with no evidence whatsoever, do you think they're going to pay that claim willingly? No. But if they see our report come across with plenty of evidence, then that gives them a reason to say, okay, you have enough evidence here. We'll go ahead and close, settle this claim and close it out. They don't want open claims all over the place. Um, but after looking at some of these other competitors' reports, I understand where they're coming from. So we've adjusted our reports to provide them plenty of proof so they won't put up the fight. And it normally costs about three, around $3,000 for them to, to defend a case in court at, at a minimum. You know, so you're absolutely wow. right. That three $4,000 range, they would much rather just settle it and get it off their books than, than pursue a fight on it. Well, basically, now the research that I've been doing and after talking with you, um, my friend, you are doing something that's pretty much going to revolutionize the industry, and I'm going to help you any way I can to promote this because that's what we do on the show. I like to bring people issues that matter most to their wallet, and this is a big issue, especially with the cost of insurance going up. I mean, insurance companies are like banks now. They are, excuse my language, raping you at every chance they can get. I mean, we look at your credit report where if your credit is not strong, I have no idea, and I've been in the business a long time, what the heck credit has to do with uh, my insurance rate. But my insurance rate will go out of the roof because my credit may not be strong. But then when I'm in an accident, my insurance company wants to balk and not pay everything that needs to be paid or the insurance industry. So what you're doing you're going to somewhat revolutionize the industry, and uh, I'm sure a lot of inco- uh, insurance companies are not going to be happy with you. 
Well, it, it's kind of ironic because what I'm doing is I'm providing them a way for them to go ahead and settle these claims. Like I was saying before, they get bombarded by reports that are that are either bogus or flimsy all the time, and, and they aren't justified um, to settle those claims because they have someone to report to. They have to say, okay, we paid $5,000 on this claim, um, and then their boss says, based on what? Based on what evidence? And then they provide a report that doesn't have any evidence. They can't do so as long as we give them justification for them settling, they will go ahead and settle, and they'll call it a day, um, and they'll be justified in doing so. Also, with negotiations with attorneys that are negotiating a bodily injury claim and, and a diminished value claim, most adjusters are like, just give me evidence so I can go ahead and pay you on the property damage side. They're looking for these kinds of reports to, to make it easier for them to go ahead and close out these claims. So ironically, you know, it, it's just kind of like when you wrote your book, you know, you, you've provided a benefit to credit unions, but then also you turn around and provide a benefit to the dealers who you wrote the book about, you know? Absolutely. It, it, it kind of has that effect. You know, they know they have to pay, but they don't want to pay on, on bogus reports. So we just try to provide a very accurate report. You know, it, it's hard to measure exactly what diminished value is, and the courts realize that. It's really up to a jury to decide the dollar amount but we make an attempt to come to a logical conclusion on how much this is. We're not asking for, you know, full replacement value of the vehicle. We're asking for a reasonable sum with evidence, and there's nothing they can do about it. Wow. Steve, I know I've had you on for a while, but this is something that I, I, I like talking about, and I really want to make sure that it gets out to, gets out to the masses. Now, I have another question. What if... What if I contact my insurance company or that insurance company and say, look, there's diminished value in my vehicle, um, and the insurance company says, well, we don't pay diminished value. What do you have to say to that? Well, that's just a lie. <laughs> they, they, can get, they get away <laughs> with, with, with lying all the time. Um, they, they make up all kinds of things. They say that there is no diminished value in the state of Florida, which is just a lie. They say that your car's been fully repaired, so therefore there's no diminished value. We restored it to its similar condition, but it, they didn't restore the vehicle to its similar value. They, they, tr they try to trick the client into thinking that they repaired it to the similar condition. You know, they say that all the time. But it's, technically it's not even in a similar condition because the integrity of the vehicle is shot now. But it's the value that we're talking about. Your vehicle lost value. And, and there's many, I'm not an attorney, but there's many court cases in the state of Florida with these national insurance companies admitting in court that the, every, any accident has potential for diminished value. So when they say things like that, I just, I kind of laugh, you know. But it, it does have the effect of, of clients believing them. You know, um, you know they'll, they'll turn around and then call me and tell me that, oh, the insurance company said they don't pay that. Well, that doesn't wow. make any sense. You know, they just, they, they've been getting away with it for years, and I'm trying to put a stop to that because all they're doing is, in my opinion, is committing fraud. Wow, wow. Now, now, you are a certified appraiser, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, yes, listen. I'm certified to the American Society of Certified Auto Appraisers, and my methodology for my report is approved by the Uniform Standards of Professional Appraisal Practices. Okay, listeners, um, here's the thing. If you've been in a car accident, uh, this is somebody, you know, I don't bring it on unless I trust it. 
I don't mess with it unless I believe in it. This is something that you really do need to look into. Um, Steve, is there anything, anything that you want to share with the audience? Yes, um, one of the things is we work with industry consultants. Um, you know, one of them is Mike and Jay Plessman from Performance Auto right on 301. They have over 40 years of experience in repairing vehicles and fixing vehicles, and they're one of my partners as well um, to help me come up with the dollar amount. Um, I also have Dell's Touch Automotive, um, Steve Dell. He's had 35 years of experience. He was an auto accident fraud investigator. He was a number one salesman at Honda and Subaru. He's owned body shops for 35 years. So those are the kinds of people that we rely upon so they can provide something in writing to the insurance companies. Uh, no other company provides that kind of um, evidence in their report. So we kind of go above and beyond um, to try to establish that there is diminished value and this is what we think the amount is. And, and that's the biggest thing I want to get across. And they're very trustworthy people. Um, they've been doing this a very long time and have, have really come to the rescue for me because I was running into the same pitfalls of the insurance companies saying that you know, there's not enough evidence here. You know, but now that we've provided the, enough evidence, now we're seeing the insurance companies change their tune when it comes to my report. Steve, listen, I have a caller. Uh, caller, you on the air? This is Brian, and I'm from Tampa. Yes. Say that, say that again. Yes, this is, this is Brandy, and I'm calling from Tampa. I just would like to ask Steve a question. Go sure, go ahead. I was in a car accident, but my car was totaled, and the amount of my car was, um, it was actually more to fix it. So is there anything I can do for diminished value for my in a total loss okay, situation, I, I understand her question. I, I know she was breaking up a little bit. Um, total loss is a, a completely different animal. Um, when they when they decide that it's going to cost too much to repair, that's when you have a total loss. Usually, it's between seventy five percent and eighty percent of the vehicle's value. They'll go ahead and they will cut you a check for what you th what they think the vehicle is worth. Now, one thing that we do, because so we also do appraisals for all kinds of other reasons, for bankruptcy, divorce, fair market appraisals. Um, total loss um, evaluations. So what happens is if the insurance company makes you an offer, let's say your vehicle in your head is worth $10,000, and they make you an offer of $5,000. In your contract, and this is for first party, this is if it's the vehicle accident is your fault, um, you have an appraisal clause in your contract that allows you to get a second opinion. So you would hire me to do an evaluation of your vehicle and come up with a fair market value. The insurance company then is required to hire their own independent expert to then do an evaluation of the vehicle. And then the two experts, he and I, would get together and we would come up with the value of the vehicle. And we've been very successful in getting customers more money because insurance companies love to throw out a low number to you and hope you accept it and hope you don't fight it. But that's only in first-party cases, in cases, you know, your fault. With total losses, you know, third-party, it's very difficult. The insurance companies don't listen to other people because they don't have to. Um, they rely on a report that lowballs the offer to you, but there's very little we can do unless you decide to take them to court, which a lot of people don't want to do. Um, so if it's a total loss in a third-party case, we're, we're kind of limited. But we do have the ability to get you more money in a total loss if it's against your own insurance company. 
Okay, Miranda, thank you. Helpful? Okay, thank yes, you thank for calling you so in. much. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Steve, listen, you said something about hire you. Man, that sounds like that's sound like it's really expensive. I mean, what do you what do you charge? Like a thousand dollars? No, we charge three hundred and fifty dollars for the report and then the average you know, return on that investment is it, the kind of cases that we handle are anywhere from three thousand all the way up to nine thousand dollars in diminished value. Um so comparatively it's it's pretty much a small fee. Um, and then sometimes when it, um, if it's going to be a very high amount and we want an attorney involved, usually the, the attorney will cover that fee and take it out of the settlement portion too. So if you don't have money up front, then we can get with an attorney that can pay all the upfront costs and just take their fees out of the settlement. So that's okay. another way okay. to go me, if you don't have the money. Well, let me make sure of this now. Whether I have a $3,000 claim or a $20,000 claim. It's still $350, right? Right. Wow. Well, listen, audience, I know I know the first thing may come to your mind is, well, why do I have to pay for this? Understand one thing. You're paying for this service because the insurance company, once they repair your vehicle, they say they're done. You have to, if you want to claim diminished value for your vehicle, they're leaving the burden of proof on you to go out and find that proof that says your car has diminished value in it. Well, when you hire a company like Tampa Auto Appraisers, and this is one of the things that I like about it because years ago I had a service that was a car buying service, and I charged a very similar price, $399. But I worked for you, the customer. In talking with Steve and Colette of Tampa Auto Appraisers, these guys work for you. They don't work for the insurance company. So the small investment, and like I, I love the way you put that, Steve, the return on investment, the small fee that you're paying up front is a return on investment of you getting your diminished value for your vehicle. Now, I, I hope I said all of that right, Steve. Yeah, you actually brought up a good point, and it is all about the burden of proof. Um, the plaintiff or the member has the burden of proof to show that there was diminished value, and if there was diminished value, how much? And then what happens, here's the magic thing in the law, is once you satisfy, once you satisfy that burden of proof, the burden then shifts over to the defense, over to the insurance companies to disprove everything in my report. So now they have to go out hire an expert. They got to get independent witnesses. They got to find somebody willing to testify or, or say in writing that there's somehow either no diminished value or less diminished value than what I have on my report. But the burden is on them now to disprove it, and they don't. Ha they can't meet that burden, and that's why they end up settling. That's the whole key to this: is that wow. they have no way of disproving my information. Think about it. How do you, how do you disprove something like that? Um, you know, juries, juries, you know, they might not know about diminished value, but at the end of this small trial, they're, they're very alert. They understand diminished value. It becomes common sense. Once I explain it to anybody, everybody understands it and says, oh, yeah, that makes sense. How, you know, how does right. that work? You know, so it's very simple, you know, um, but at the same time, it's just a, a process. And if you just called up to try to get diminished value on your own without a report, they're never going to pay. 
because they don't have to. Absolutely. You haven't satisfied Absolutely. the burden. Wow. Wow. Well, Steve, listen, I'm going to make sure I have your information up on our blog, and um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rerun this show. I'm going to re-air it on Wednesday night uh, so people will hear it again, a different audience will hear it again. But I really want to thank you for taking out a large amount of your time today to come on the air and tell us about diminished value. And I hope to have you back again, um, you know, so we can talk more about this. And, of course, we'd like to hear about more successes that you have, and I'm going to do my job to make sure this this message is spread across America because it's something that people need to know about, especially those people who are taking their hard-earned dollars and paying for their insurance premiums every month and may not be getting all that's owed to them. So, uh, again, I want to thank you for coming on the show, and I'm going to make sure I put all of your information out on our blog and all of our media channels uh, so people can get in touch with you. Yeah, they can also find us on Facebook at Tampa Auto Appraisers. We're on that, on Facebook as well. I tell you what, I'm going to make sure that I link to Tampa Auto Appraisers on Facebook where people will be able to hear that information. So, again, Steve, I thank you for sharing with us on this Saturday, and I hope to have you again as a guest on the show. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, you too. Well, audience, um, as usual, I try to bring you information that I believe in. Um, I don't I don't touch it if it doesn't make sense to me. I don't touch it if I don't believe in it. And I know when I heard diminished value, it was something that I knew immediately you need to know about. You need to know about. So definitely check out our blog um, and our new website, uh, LegallySteelShow.com. Check it out and check out our blog. That information is on there. You'll see a picture of Steve and his wife on our blog. And and the article basically reads, you know, diminished value, are you leaving money on the table? So there are things that you need to know. And like you said, you can fax over a copy of your repair estimate, okay? Um, and these guys will give you a free evaluation of if they can do anything for you. And if they can, then it's simply a matter of you paying them $350, $350. But if they can tell you, I mean, they're going to come back with a report and a number that they see diminished value in your vehicle from a lot of research and formulas that they use, but they're going to come back and give you a number. And then at that moment, you know, if you're coming back and you're looking at a number of 3000 or better, take my, take my advice. It's best to pay the 350 and get additional money back. This is money that, you know, you're owed and you, and you may not even know it. Money that you're owed and you may not even know it. And I know in times like this, if we or any of us have money left on the table, we want to make sure we get all of our money. So this could be a small little nest egg or, you know, a little mini lottery for you because you've had an accident in your vehicle and you didn't know about diminished value. So definitely, definitely check it out and check out Tampa Auto Appraisers. Uh, if you go on their website at tampaautoappraisers.com, they're having some issues with their 800 number. But if you look at our blog, uh, the Legally Steel Show blog, you will see their local number there as well as their fax number. So if you have your, your estimate, just go ahead and fax it to them. Give them a call, fax it to them, and they'll take a look at it. Now, the other side of it is 
if you know attorneys, if you know personal injury attorneys, another thing Steve is trying to do is he's trying to educate personal injury attorneys on diminished value and the, and the benefits of diminished value. So if you know a personal attorney, have them get in touch with Steve so he can talk to them about it and try to change the industry. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to help him because I believe in what he's doing, and I'm always going up against industry. I'm, I am anti-industry from a big, big standpoint. So definitely check it out. Make sure it's worthwhile. I wouldn't bring it to you if I didn't believe in it. Um, so, again, I want to thank him for coming on, and thank you for tuning in and listening. And, of course, we're going to continue to bring the information that matters most to your wallet. Um, this weekend, we are preparing for, on to another subject, this weekend we're preparing for the next stage of where we are going with the company. We have a very big meeting with one of our uh, sponsors on Monday and next weekend. I hope to be talking to you about a different direction uh, or an enhanced direction that we're going to take uh, to make sure we continue to get you relevant, reliable information that can save you money or find you money that may be missing. So um, uh, definitely, definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, call me on the air. Oh, do you think I'm funny? So um, look forward to hearing some great information and look forward to throughout the week hearing information that will give you a little bit of insight of what we have coming up on the next show. So, again, stay strong. Don't run over anybody. Oh, one little thing before I go. Before I go, I have to say this. I'm a cyclist. I don't know if many of you know that. I don't know if I've talked about that or not. But I cycle a lot. And here in the county in which I live, there are not a lot of bike-friendly routes. And this is probably across the country. And all of you cyclists, you know what I'm talking about. But if you're driving a vehicle, please, please, if you're driving a vehicle, do not text and drive. Do not text and drive. Why am I so adamant about this? And I'm going to do a show about this, and I'm going to get some expert in the, uh, on this to call in and talk about this. But as I'm riding this morning, people are coming into my almost on the sidewalk because there are no bike lanes here, almost on the sidewalk where I'm riding because they're texting, texting and driving. Put the phone down. I promise you that text will be there when you stop your car. I see more people on the phone talking and driving and texting and driving, and you're really not paying attention to where you're going. All you need is one one small accident, one, and it will change your whole life. Uh, it will change my life, too, if you hit me. I don't want to be hit. I want to live a long time. I want to keep coming to you every Saturday, bringing you information. I don't want to do it from a wheelchair or from a bypass because somebody is in my lane because they're texting and driving. So for all of you who are listening, if you know people who are texting and driving, please tell them to stop because you may run over someone. It may be a child, it may be a cyclist, or it may be another vehicle. 
don't be the person that causes your insurance company to have to pay diminished value because you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. So I wanted to share that point with you. I thought about that as I was writing this morning. I've been thinking about it, and finally I brought it out. Please do not text and drive. It's not just the fact that you may not know what you're doing. Think about the person that's on the street. Think about the person that's driving the other car that you may hit. If you don't care about yourself, care about others, please. So don't text and drive. Check out our information and make sure that you get all the money that you deserve if you've been in an accident. As always, this is SC of the Legally Still Show of keeping it real relevant and live for you every Saturday, 10 a.m. I will see you again next weekend. Enjoy it. Peace.